When Meryl Streep turned 65, she revealed that she never had plastic surgery in her life. And when they asked her to please, please share her secret, how does she have no bags under her eyes or dark circles and hardly any wrinkles? You know what she said? You know, you know, you know. there are other ways to look beautiful. Congregation, I'm making it my job to remind you of that, especially when I see you looking for shortcuts or drinking the collective Kool-Aid. There are other ways to look beautiful. And there's other ways of connecting with the audience that hasn't found you yet. You don't have to show off your body or act the fool in front of a camera or hop on stupid trends. Just lead with the thought. There are other ways to look beautiful. Today we are reading from the Book of Influence. You are listening to Make Art Not Content, brought to you by The Mystery School. The Mystery School? What's that? The Mystery School is an online program that helps creatives all over the world conquer the biggest obstacle they face, themselves. Enroll today at makeartnotcontent.com. There used to be two social heights that you could achieve. You could either be cool or you could be popular. And the crowning jewel was to be both. But now, in this day and age, the only thing that matters is being popular, being famous. Popularity is what makes you cool, even if you're a jerk. So what we're left with is there's cool famous people and there's horrible famous people. They both get a seat at the table. But if you're cool without being famous, you're basically invisible. And that's why today I'm here to tell you there's something else. That there's a whole faction of individuals bubbling in the underground that have been building their own table. And that they're serving homegrown inspiration and honoring diverse conversations. To the natural-born artist, being able to make a career out of being 100% yourself, while a whole segment of the mainstream population is totally unaware, now this is the crowning jewel of success. I mean, that's some counterculture ninja shit right there. Well, what if I told you that right now there's something happening in the universe? and that the stars have aligned to create a phenomenon that you may not even be aware of. A perfect storm that will make it easier than ever for every artist to become profitable just by being themselves. Would you believe me? Or would you stubbornly dismiss it as impossible? My friend Leia is half Haitian, half white, and she's a writer. I wrote my first book during the pandemic. Now I'm writing a lot of Afrofuturism. What's Afrofuturism? Like good old sci-fi, but mostly featuring black characters. Oh. What I find really interesting about technology in general is how does it affect marginalized people, right? And I feel like in Afrofuturism, that's like always very present. Ethical questions about race, about sexism, feminism, slavery. And Leia also identifies as queer. I say queer because for me, queerness is something that transcends definition. You can be queer in lots of ways, your sexuality, your gender, your way of living. Bell Hooks once said, the essence of queer 
is not about who you're having sex with, but about a self that is at odds with everything around it. And that has to invent and create and find a place to speak and to thrive and to live. Isn't that also the perfect definition of what it feels like to be an artist sometimes? At odds with everything and having to invent a new world with your art where you can thrive and live in? I couldn't find a way to define myself, first of all. Being mixed, being white passing. I wasn't black, I wasn't white either. So that, from the get-go, is queer. Fun fact, Leia's mom was the first black woman TV anchor in Canada. Le plus grand projet pilote de télétravail au monde. Wow. Quelques milliers des 200 000 fonctionnaires peuvent participer au programme. But even though Leia grew up with a shining example of what it looks like to do it your way, she still has doubts about going the unconventional route. She was the first black anchor in Canada. She still had to go through all the hardships that any black woman has to go through when shattering some boundaries like she did. I mean, it really ended up getting to her because she didn't have financial stability and she had children at home. Like, it was so uncertain. And so, I don't know, that really shamed me because I, I started thinking, well, it's nice to accomplish things that are have never been done before or to reinvent things, do things your way. But it doesn't always mean that it's going to work out, you know? So I think that's why I close some doors sometimes because I'm like, oh, well, this seems cool and I think I could do it my way, but there's no guarantee. It's a big risk. Uh, and I'm scared, you know? I think that's why. Her whole life has been a battle of not fitting in. What I hear is that you're seeing yourself almost as an alien. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and the funniest part is I'm, I'm a curious, so... An Aquarius, of course. People literally see me as an alien. <laughs> yeah, I've always considered myself an alien. Well, if there's other aliens, misfits, or weirdos listening out there, you should know something. Right now is Aquarius season. This is the time of year when, no matter what sign you are, you have the renegade juice flowing through your body. It's the time of year when you'll have the most astral-given strength to embrace your individuality. This is a season to break free of patterns. It's when the most eccentric, convention-loathing parts of you will want to come out, even if you have to break rules and traditions to get there. Your only fear when you wake up every morning will be losing this window of opportunity that you have right now or losing the chance to become the revolutionary individual you are destined to be. So yeah, I don't think I want to fit in anymore. Fitting into what anyways, you know? I feel like fitting in is like making content that doesn't necessarily mean anything. You're just pumping out stuff and saying things that really no one cares about. Society teaches us from an early age to distrust and to ostracize anyone who doesn't fit the mold. That's why, by the time you discover that you're an artist, you've probably been at war with yourself for years already, before you were even aware of it. And that's when the self-hatred starts to creep in. And it takes on many different ugly faces, like self-doubt, imposter syndrome, going against your natural instincts. And it's only a courageous reawakening that can put you back at the center of your creative purpose again. But the first step in the journey is accepting yourself with all your contradictions. Bell Hooks, you know, in reading her books, what she says, if you don't love yourself and love your body and love what you're about, like, how can you do anything real anyway? In a world where everyone else is trying to get attention, mystery, 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 mystery. 
will be your superpower. That's right. In a world of oversharing and shallow validation seeking, mystery will be your superpower. Mystery doesn't mean hiding. It doesn't mean that you stop communicating. It only means that you don't always reveal your intentions to those who are unworthy. Don't let the world bully you into being normal. Amen. The only reason they want you to choose a box for yourself is so that they could feel safer around you. Fuck that. But at every social crossroad, always remember, there are other ways, ways. to look beautiful. beautiful. beautiful.